Hello, and welcome to Back House Sessions with Dr. Belinda B. and Rena Glover, the show that helps you heal and deal. Today, we'll talk about imposter syndrome. Mm. <laughs> what is imposter syndrome? Why do some folks do it? And how do we overcome it? Yes, this sounds like it's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's an interesting topic. It's, it's gotten a lot more um, light to it. Light, yeah, recognition in the last decade or so. Okay. Imposter syndrome. So what is imposter syndrome really? Well, imposter syndrome. Y'all know I got this invisible line. <laughs> imposter syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, sister. Say it together, guys. Right. Imposter syndrome, also known as the imposter phenomenon or fraud syndrome or perceived fraudulence or the imposter experience. It describes high achieving individuals who, despite their objective successes, fail to internalize their accomplishments and they have persistent self-doubt and fear of being exposed as a fraud or imposter. Mm. Ooh, that's a yes. long definition. It is. Yes. So people with imposter syndrome struggle with accurately attributing their performance to their actual competence, right? So they attribute their successes to external factors like luck. Or, oh, all those other people helped me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they attribute their setbacks as evidence of their inadequacy. Yes, because of me. Yeah. Right. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I haven't learned enough. Mm. Right. I'm not effective. It's just. Come on, preach. It's like all of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I would have. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. So this coin, uh, this coin, this term was first described by psychologists Clance and Ings in 1978. Have you mentioned them before? No. No? Okay. Okay, look at you. I'll be trying to get the names together, like, so I can tell these people, like, no, because when Clance said, no. (laughs) So Clance originally identified the syndrome among high-achieving professional women. But more recent research has documented these feelings of inadequacy among both men and women, and in many professional settings, and among multiple ethnic and racial groups. Okay. It's important to note that imposter syndrome is not a recognized psychiatric disorder, right? So it's not in the DSM. The DSM is the... Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Bring us along, sis. What's up, The DSM up, is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, right? Okay. And so we are now on the fifth edition. I believe it came out in 2013. Um, oh, it's fairly new. Right. So everybody so, goes by this now? Yes. Uses this? Okay. Yeah. They so kind of decided this is... This is people sit around the American Psychiatric Association. You know, people sit down, go through disorders and change things based on uh, different factors. Okay, cool. Right. So if someone is to be diagnosed with bipolar disorder or like um, schizophrenia, Mm -hmm. right, or anything, a psychotic disorder, anything like that, Mm -hmm. it's listed in the DSM with what certain criteria that they need to meet. They have stuff like differential diagnoses. So it says stuff like, look at this. This might be a possibility as well, right? So oh, okay. Look, so we don't just label people. There's testing that's involved and mm. gathering information. And criteria have to be met for a certain person to meet a certain diagnosis. Okay. So yes. that's the DSM. All that to say <laughs> that imposter syndrome is not a clinically diagnosable 
gotcha. recognize this order. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like I've struggled with this. Mm, yeah. Well, honest. you are high achieving. You do uh, try to, you're a very goal oriented person. So, I would imagine. Yeah. I feel like I struggle with this too. Because I don't yeah. even think that you would have to be. Because what perfectionism is another word for, for that. When we say like we're perfectionists, exactly. I just want it to be right before I, whatever. Bef- mm-hmm. But you feel like you have to meet all these things before you can deem yourself appropriate or be right for this. Exactly. Yeah. I experienced this this, this week. Somebody asked me to do something like last minute uh-huh. and I freaked out. Like I had a whole panic, like, and, and, and it wasn't even real, honestly. Like I had to kind of fight against it because I, you know, I've been doing music, probably like putting out music since about 2017. Right. And so, but I haven't put out anything recently, just COVID. And then I moved like, just a a lot of life stuff been happening. So um, she was like, promote yourself. And I, when it, when it came down to it, I just, I, I was just like, I'm not, I don't have anything. But then once I like actually sat down and was like, okay, I guess I do. Let me try to figure it out. But um, yeah, I, I deal with that. Like thinking like, oh, I didn't, I, I don't have, I'm I, I'm not prepared enough for this. I don't, I'm not, this is, I'm not like ready for this, this space in my life. Like I'm, yeah, she has all these mics. We got an interface up there. She has every <laughs> software downloaded. She has music, right? I know. So the imposter syndrome set in. Yeah, because I was like, I am not. Well, what really happened is I looked. I can imagine that imposter syndrome gets worse. Is worse now. Like how they said it was just women at that point. Now it's you know in in minorities mm-hmm. like. Now that we have social media and you can see everybody's highlight reels. Right. I think that's, that, you know what? That's exactly what it is. A highlight reel. Yes. And so then, sure. yes. And so, and then, and, and some people are really good at showing you their highlights in a way that it looks like it's always happening. Yes. And I've just Ooh, started to realize that. Good point. So if anybody else is, you know, been struggling with that, but some people, it's, it's about preparation. And so anybody who's really good at anything, mm-hmm. they tend to do preparation that you don't even think about. And so mm-hmm. if somebody's really good at taking selfies, they, they probably take a lot of them. You know, if somebody's really good at showing something on you know, social media, they're probably really just good at that. And we're trying to compare ourselves to that, like trying to meet up to something with, and they just really prepared beforehand and then put it out in a way that it looked like they did. You right. Know? And then that comparison causes us to feel inadequate. Yeah. Like we don't compare to that person and we're not enough and we're not doing enough and we don't have enough and we, you know, and we yeah. go down this rabbit hole of self-doubt. Yeah. And so I'm sure like imposter syndrome, it's more than just, you know, it's more than just Instagram, obviously. And it, and it is, I'm sure it does hit people who... um. It's just like a feeling and feeling like you don't belong there. Yeah. yeah. Imposter syndrome is feeling like a phony. Like mm-hmm. you fake fraud. You don't belong. Yeah. You talking when all it, this stuff. You don't, have, you don't, you don't got it together. Like, yeah. And in reality, people aren't saying that to you. It's a very internalized concept. Mm-hmm. It's not like people, in fact, are saying, we want more. You're we great. Like you're it. doing well. Da, 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 da. And inside, you're like, oh my God, I'm not that great. I'm, you know, you're having this kind of different experience Meltdown. going on from what's really happening, what you really are good at and successful at, and you are achieving and you know, you just can't see it. Yeah. So here are some characteristics, okay. right? Some common signs of the imposter syndrome include self-doubt and inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors, berating your performance Fear that you won't live up to expectations. (laughs) (laughs) Overachieving. Sabotaging your own success. Mm. And then setting 
very challenging goals and feeling disappointing, disappointed when you don't fall short. Oh, okay. Let me say that all over. Setting very challenging goals and feeling disappointed when you fall short. Mm-mm. Okay. So Ooh. for some people, imposter syndrome can fuel feelings, feelings of motivation. Like, okay, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. And do all kinds of stuff. You might over prepare, work really hard just to make sure that no one thinks you're a fraud. Mm-hmm. Right. That's me. Uh, huh? That's you? <laughs> yes, that is so me. I be trying to make sure everything is together. So can't nobody like find, not not that they find out, but just so that I guess I can prove to myself, like, no, I do have it together. Like, I don't know, I guess, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I keep bringing no. myself into this. Well, well that's why we're here. Podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can say what I want like. <laughs> and nobody's See? stopping. Exactly. Yeah, nobody's stopping. imposter syndrome. I, I really struggled with this for a really long time. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like people see it in me, but sometimes in myself, I'm like, but you don't know that I think these things about my, like, I just Ooh, get into a negative girl. space very easily. But lately I've been able to catch it. I think yes. 2020 did a really good job with me being able to be like, no, like, like I don't treat people when, when somebody that, and even if somebody does a really bad job, I don't treat them like they're like they, you know, if, if they Suck. are, yeah. Or if they are like, I don't know. So I shouldn't expect that other people are going to treat me bad or like call me i don't call people imposters unless they have shown they've you know i guess yeah. they, unless they've shown they are fake but yeah. anybody who's just trying i just appreciate whatever they did and, and move on right i may like it i may not but i i think sometimes we put so much stock into ourselves like mm-hmm. everybody's looking when a lot of people Ooh, may God. not be <laughs> Ain't nobody paying attention it's so true like i have i think i am just now getting to the space where i can see my accomplishments and be like oh Go ahead, girl. Right. It was always hit a goal. What's the next goal? What's the next thing? Mm -hmm. What's the next thing? Right. Got to make sure it's right. Right. Hey, even before we got on this podcast today, I'm like, wait. Right. It has to be certain things need to be in place before Mm -hmm. we can get, you know, started. So the problem with imposter syndrome is like you experience doing well at something. Right. But none of that changes your beliefs. It doesn't change how you feel about you. Mm-hmm. So other people might say you've done well, you've done a great job, but the more you accomplish, the more you feel fraudulent. Mm. It's like you can't internalize your experiences of success. Or you're not like, it, it almost sounds like you're not updating. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Oh, that's a good word. Yeah. Like, it's almost like huh. I am, I'm, you know, I'm, I've accomplished these things, but I'm still operating like I'm 15 or like I'm still in high school and have to do this proving thing or, you know, mm-hmm. like, or I haven't updated like my brain to where I am now almost. Yes, like exactly. I'm still in the past somewhere like, oh no, I can, you know, but when you really look back, it's like, look at all this, since you've been there, look at this, this is growth. You have to acknowledge it. Like, like you know, sis, update your, refresh your browser, Yes, honey. you need to yeah, download some new, a new software. Yeah, We've updated. We've updated. Yeah. You are doing it, girl. Whoever is listening. Yeah. We, boy, boy, <laughs> girl, boy, we, you're out there doing it. Yeah. But even, Keep even doing it. Yeah. And believe it. Believe when people say you're great. Believe when people say you're thoughtful. Believe when people say you are a great success. Mm-hmm. Believe when people say you're inspiring, right? You got to believe that stuff. Yeah. Because we tend to believe the negative all the time and we highlight it. Yes. Which is what we do. We just take it and we don't even, we don't even challenge it. Something mm-hmm. negative comes in and we be like, yep, that's right. I, that's, I thought that the whole time. Thank you. Like right. something reaffirmed it. But the moment something positive happens, 
we like, but but what about this and what about that? What about the you know? So right. it, it is. Um, it's we should challenge. If you are going to challenge it, you should challenge everything. If you are going to accept it, you should accept all of it. You know the positive too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a um, you know that's something I want to add <laughs> for sure. All right, so you know there are different types of imposter syndrome. Okay, which might be. Something interesting. And we might be able to identify with some of these. Okay. Let's the first see. is the perfectionist. Oh, yeah. They are never <laughs> satisfied and always feel like their work could be better. I'm going to say this. Okay. Y'all know I wrote a book. Mm-hmm. I did a million edits on the book. I did all my own editing. Hold on. Wait, what's the name of the book? Oh, yeah. come on, Flug. It's, <laughs> it's called Restoration in the Valley, uh-huh. a psychological resource manual for clergy. You can find it on Amazon. Yes. Let Dr. Them know. Belinda Bowens, PsyD. Okay. But I wrote the book mm-hmm. and um, I edited I edited it myself, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I like to do that. I feel like, I'm, you know, yeah, it's a strong it's an area of strength for me. So I'm doing it and... Every time I would see something wrong, I would see something wrong. Do you guys know, once that book got published, I still, to this day, that was 2017, I have not read it because if I see something wrong, a typo, I will go nuts. That is funny. Not funny, but it's Sad, like- Sad, huh? Yeah, no, like that's like, <laughs> it's interesting. Interesting. So you yeah. haven't read your book since you put it out? But I can imagine, well, after I write no. a song and I put it out, I don't want to hear it that much no more. But yeah. No, I don't, I, I, no. Well, that's not true. I do like to hear my music. <laughs> Thank you for trying to relate. Sorry, I, do. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That'd be quite fire, actually. But no, I'm just kidding. No, so, but go ahead. <laughs> so the perfectionists, rather than focusing on their strengths, they tend to fixate on any flaws or mistakes. Okay. It leads to a great deal of self-pressure and high amounts of anxiety. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. The book is closed. No. Yeah. Because if y'all tell me it was supposed to be Anne and I put A... You know, I, do you think about, so, okay. So if, if you did read it and you did see that, <laughs> will you be like thinking about that at night? Like I should have I, I would think like, dang, I should have caught, I would probably beat myself up a little bit about oh, it. Okay. Like, and let's too. Okay. Which is fine. I Everybody also like to, up. I'm a, I'm a professor, right? Mm-hmm. I like to read papers and stuff. And I notice grammatical errors often. <laughs> like it's just something that I do. Like uh-huh. I can find it. And point it out. And so I do that to myself as okay. well. And so it's like, if I just keep the book closed, I can't find nothing. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Avoidance. Now, I've gotten, avoidance. I've gotten great praise. Nobody's ever told me it was a typo. If you saw a typo, please don't tell me. Just <laughs> keep it moving. I don't have time. Please this is don't not, tell her. This is not an invitation <laughs> to tell me about my typo. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I went over that thing like a hundred times. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. So we were talking about types of imposter Perfectionism, yeah. The first is perfections, which I obviously identify with. Okay. Next is the superhero. Because they feel inadequate, they feel compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah, I do that. But then I, when I try to push myself as hard as possible, I end up not doing nothing. Because I'd be pushing myself too hard. It's for me. I've learned it's a balance between being nice to myself and pushing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find that balance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I, I kind of identified with that one. Nice. What's the next one? The expert. So these individuals are always trying to learn more and are never satisfied with their <laughs> level of understanding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though they are highly skilled, they underrate their own expertise. Mm-hmm. That's the expert. 
I identify with that. Yes. <sighs> Maybe one of my therapist friends can call me after this so we can be brief. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need somebody to talk to. Okay. Right. Uh, the next one is the natural genius. These individuals set excessively lofty goals for themselves. Then they feel crushed when they don't succeed on their first try. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we take for granted that, like, when things come easy to us, um, like, for for instance, like, you are, like, you know, everybody's not a good editor or whatever. But because you it comes easy, and I'm not saying this is your situation, some people take it as, um, like, because I didn't have to work so hard it, um, at something that it doesn't mean as much. And I think um, sometimes like that happens, like because I'm really good at like, oh, I'm not. I, we feel like we have to try really hard in order to be like, um, like seen as this great person, even though sometimes it's just the things that come easy to us that are what make us great. Yeah. And we feel like we can't because it comes easy. We can't justify it. Right. Oh, that's a good point. See, because even like if we think about my son, right. And mm-hmm. math, math comes pretty easy. Right. Yeah. And he feels like he doesn't have to follow the directions or write, you know, well, they should show your work. Mm-hmm. He's like, for what? Yeah. Like I, I know. just did it in my head. Like, like it doesn't matter. Like, come on. Why? <laughs> you know? And it's like, because you have to, and he can't conceptualize it. He don't feel like he got to work any harder than he's doing because the teacher needs to know what you're thinking. And cause the teacher said, do it, just do it. Right. right. <laughs> but he's just like, that's a whole nother. Can't do it. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm working on it. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, The next one, the next type of imposter syndrome is the soloist. So this person or these people tend to be very individualistic and they prefer to work alone. (laughs) Self-worth often stems from their productivity. So they reject any assistance or help. They they think that um, asking for help is a sign of weakness or incompetence. (laughs) I do also. Jamel says he identifies. Jamel's hand was up. Yes, and I too. I am just learning how to let other people help in mm. certain things. Do you know, I'm kind of interested. It's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is your? Hold on, we are gonna move the mic over. I'm kind of interested. What is your um your relationship to that? And you, you feel like you do a lot of stuff on your own for that reason? Um, yeah, I I feel like I do a lot of stuff because I feel like somebody can't do it is better than me. Like okay. when I was. Like raising kids, I felt like I would be the better parent. Like I, I know, I know, I'm just. I mean, I always That's, felt like that. So yeah, I had to be like, okay, wait a minute. Maybe I don't know everything, even though I think I do, and I can do it better. But you know, it it was something I had to learn. But did yeah, that, did that cause you? You felt like you. How does that? Well, how does that form go into imposter syndrome, Lynn? Does that or does that go into imposter syndrome? I'm sorry, if that's a. It is. It does go into uh, into imposter syndrome because the moment you feel like. Some things you need help with. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you can't get it done by yourself, then there's something wrong with you. Mm, yeah. Right? It's a sign of weakness. It's like you're incompetent. And so that's not the issue. The issue is not that you're incompetent. It's that this is a bigger thing that you can deal with alone. Yeah. And, and somebody else help. can help you. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah. So I identify with uh, <laughs> most of those. <laughs> <laughs> help us God. Help me God. Yes. Um, yeah, we all working through some stuff. Yes, we are. And I want to point that out too. 
this, you know, this podcast has been wonderful. And I'm so grateful for all the feedback that we're getting from uh-huh. all of you that listen. It's so wonderful. It's been amazing. And how it's helping. Um, also realize it helps us too. Talking through this stuff. This has been, yes. Yes. This has been our own type of therapy. We be, we be talking about it like, oh my God, like we were having, just as we're speaking, we're having breakthroughs too. So. Right. You may feel like, you know, they're expert. I mean, you know, Lynn is, she did go to school, but, you know, we're still all evolving. Here. Yeah. Figuring things out for, and how it works for us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what do we do when we face imposter feelings, mm-hmm. right? If you feel like you're a person that's suffering from imposter syndrome, feeling like what can you fake. do about it? Feeling mm-hmm. like a fraud. When everybody else is celebrating you, you're sitting there like, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I don't deserve this. You know, Mm. I can do more. That's a real feeling. Yeah. And it does take a lot to to get out of that. To feel like you don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess we can, some ways to overcome the belief that we don't have it all, right? Mm. (laughs) Is to talk to mentors or people around you. And if you need some assistance, you can say, hey, what should I do about X, Y, and Z? Or they can give you a different perspective. Yeah. Um, And then recognize your expertise. Don't always look to people who you think are the experts. Yeah. Right? So recognize what it is that you do well and then help other people do it. Mm. Right? So if I feel like I'm good at writing. When people ask me to help them write something, it can help reaffirm my belief or my skill set, yeah. right? That I'm good at this. And then it has the outcome that they desired and it works well. Woo! That's real. We Sometimes it, teaching right? people, that is true. Sometimes mm-hmm. teaching people stuff or doing something over and over again does help you to become more confident in it. Right. Because, um, well, I, I like for me, um, well, there's several aspects, but I remember um, when I was, when I started singing, I started doing like wedding singing. Mm-hmm. And just how comfortable I got just performing in front of people, just doing it so often. Yeah. Um, it really helped. And then just teaching people how to, um, like, when, yeah, teaching people, just overall, just teaching people how to do stuff or like showing your expertise with people is very helpful with For your sure. own self-confidence. For sure. And then um, we can also rec- realize that nobody is perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. <laughs> Reminder, everybody, say it. <sighs> let's say it together. Nobody no. is perfect. Oh, yeah. no one. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. One, two, three. No, no one, one is perfect. perfect. <laughs> yes. Nobody is perfect. Do the task well enough. Yeah. And a lot of times, here's the thing, man. <laughs> when you specialize in something, you end up, you start wondering what other people are going to think. And all that, if they're not peers that are in the same, say, field as you, Uh generally, you do know a lot more to whatever audience to which you're speaking. Right. That's true. So if I'm in a room full of psychologists, right, I got to make sure my stuff is on point because they know what I'm talking about. But if I'm not, and I'm talking, I have information and expertise that... It could benefit that people may not have. And even in the room of psychologists, recognizing that I don't know it all. And they People don't. have specialties. <laughs> yeah. They don't know it all. We all out here just doing what we can, mm-hmm. you know? And so recognizing we don't have it all. Learn to celebrate the things that you succeed at. 
Yes. Celebrate ourselves. We need to start celebrating ourselves. Have to celebrate ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, who is? I'm telling you. No, because nobody is. (laughs) Because people are not paying. I'm really telling y'all. People are not paying attention to you. (laughs) They really are not. You gotta, you you know. Yeah. And it's interesting when looking at this uh, imposter syndrome, we already said it's usually um, generally about about women, right? High achieving Mm -hmm. women. Although some of the recent research talks about men having these same types of feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, But then a lot of it happens among ethnic minorities. I know that's right. It's a a really uh, significant problem because of history of discrimination. Yeah. Right. Um, Survivors. There's a small number. There's a small number of people who may look like you in mm-hmm. these categories, uh-huh. right? And so you sometimes, am I supposed to be here? Yeah. Right? Or like, I, I, I could imagine. Or there's a big pressure to have it all together because I am yeah. one of the only the ones here, yeah. right? You feel like you're the mascot. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the the issue. I would imagine there's like a I don't belong here aspect to that. If everybody doesn't look like you, you mm-hmm. would like, oh, of course. You, or at least your body would at least feel that. Or your right. brain would come across. Right. And in this uh, article by Bravada et al., right? <laughs> Bravada and his colleagues. Um, they talk about how um, depression and anxiety are frequently comorbid or go along with mm-hmm. imposter feelings. Okay. Right. So there's no specific recommendations for imposter syndrome, but a lot of these people who have these feelings um, deal with depression and anxiety. Okay. And so, okay, transparent moment, little mm-hmm. self disclosure. Right. I felt like I was totally depressed, even when I was um, when I had my book signing, mm-hmm. and everybody's all excited, and everybody's there, and like I, I was standing there almost like an empty shell, like. Mm. Hmm. Why do you think that I is? I don't deserve to be here. Like, I oh, don't know. It's not good thinking. enough. It's not like, not really, I don't deserve to be here, but I was thinking about what's next instead of celebrating Being my success. In the moment. As hard as that was, I should have been like, woo! Yeah. I was not there. Had a relief moment. Yeah. No, I didn't have it. I think I'm just now experiencing relief. This is 2021. <laughs> when did you put it out? <laughs> 2017. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I'm starting to say, hey, you are doing good stuff. Hey, it is okay. Hey, you are good, you know. And then also stepping outside of my comfort zone helps with that. That's good. You know, stepping outside of things and being like, let me try this. And then realizing a lot of the skills that we have, y'all, are transferable. Mm -hmm. We have transferable skills. So what are some of the things that you start trying when you, uh, when you got, (laughs) was, was there anything? I prayed. And I prayed, and I know people don't want to hear it like that. That's a solution for me. I prayed, and I asked God to take away this fear that I had, this disbelief that I had in myself. Mm -hmm. Even though I don't have none of my degrees framed, none of that. That's true. And that's not on purpose, I don't think. No. I just like, oh, okay, I did that. You know what I mean? It's weird. Now I'm learning to sell it, and it's you know what? People around me, this is why you got to have a good, solid tribe. People around me 
will say stuff about me before I say stuff about me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, she's a doctor. Oh, you know, she just wrote a book. Oh, you know, she sits on this board. Oh, you know, she, you know. Yeah. And like, I even put up a, um, a flyer the other day. I'm on a panel for something. And in the comments on my page, my friends are like, that's Dr. Belinda Bond. And then they oh, end up changing it, you know, because yeah. I wouldn't really speak up for that. Advocate for myself in that way. And now, so my 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 tribe, you too, you've helped me with like, mm-hmm. you are my mama. Stand in this. Like, yeah. stand in what you've worked hard. You've accomplished great things. Like, you know, you help others along the way. Mm-hmm. You inspire people to be better. Like, so now I believe it. Bask Hallelujah. It. Yeah. This is why we're here on the back house sessions. Uh-huh. Because prior to this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because I would have been like, what do I have to offer to the world? Even though people were saying. You should. You should. All kind of stuff. You got all kind of stuff to offer, okay? We be sitting here, you be sitting here telling us all this kind of stuff. So yeah, that that's just how it gets. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. And most, I'm sure most people will look and be like, you're doing a lot. You're doing more to me. You know, <laughs> that's for right? dang on show. So now I believe it. Yes. Yes, I am. Dr. Belinda Bowens. Yes, yes, I can do whatever I put my mind to. Yes, I do well at it and I do well enough. And if she corrects you. You fix it, doctor. Okay? Because most of the time she won't. But if she does, she is. And she worked for it. You know what I mean? So we got to get over imposter syndrome when we've been blessed and gifted. Why do we put out our light when really your candle, if your candle is lit, when you light someone else's candle... Your candle gets brighter. Have you ever experienced that? Mm-hmm. Like physically, if you have a birthday candle, one is lit and you put another one next to it to light it as well. The one that's already lit is brighter. Mm-hmm. That's life. We're helping other people get better. It doesn't, my light shouldn't, it illuminates them, but it's okay for me to shine too. Yeah. Right. So being okay with, you know, and then humility played a big part in it too. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, being raised in the church is not about you. It's yeah. about God or being raised in a collective um, culture, collectivistic culture, where it's like, it's not about just you. It's about the family. You win, we all win. You know, yeah. it's like everybody should be included. So celebrating your successes sometimes you feel like socially be like, oh my God, she bragging. Oh my God. So I am kind of so grateful for this time in life. The millennials are popping. They're like, I'm the bomb. See me. Here mm-hmm. I am. It's like, yes, you are. Right. Yeah. And me too. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So it's it's great to have this uh, awareness of your self-confidence. I think as long as you're helping others along. Yeah. You can celebrate yourself. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that analogy. And I think um, we are supposed to, like, that's why we're here. We're here to shine. That's what yeah. we're here to do. We're here to be lights uh, to, to other people. We're here to to... To just be ourselves and like see how that affect who just just being who you are affects the things in your life, you know. And when you're authentically yourself, you help so many people just by being you. Yes, that's just so by being you. I could almost cry. Me too. That's <laughs> how I'm feeling. People used to say to me, Belinda, uh, like I'm a person who can have an intellectual conversation. I like them. Mm-hmm. I like to talk about what's going on in the world. I like reading articles and stuff like that. And um, I used to hang around some people. I'm like, oh my goodness, she always wants to have a conversation. And then. I realized that me doing that, me being me, mm-hmm. that helps a whole lot of people get where they got to go. Because when we're trying to go on a trip, you want somebody who's all in the details, yeah, right? You want somebody who's prepared. You want somebody who kind of 
overanalyzes and thinks and, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would shrink myself. Like, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I'm not, you know. Yeah. And that's because you was hanging around midgets. You you was trying to, trying to meet them where they were. When you was a little tall, you was a giant. You need to meet up. Hey, come on, sister. Be up with the the giants. See how they talk. What they talking about. Your giants will probably like your articles. Okay. You know, right. (laughs) Uh, Ego hanging with chickens. Yeah. I heard that. Hallelujah and amen. And you know, you try not to feel like you're being haughty, but it's real, it's real talk. Yeah. This is me. This is what I do. And what I used to hang around and who I used to hang around, all those things, Mm -hmm. if it's not serving the greater purpose of who God has created me to be and to walk in this life and who I'm supposed to impact, then I got to move and be in circles with people that do. And that's not to say... You don't love nobody. Yeah, no you can still hang with the chickens. It's just, you know, they you know, can't when make it's time you to feel fly. like you have to be one. Too. Right. I, I don't have to stay on the ground. Yeah. I can. I have the Come ability on, to fly. on, analogy. Hey. <laughs> okay. This is a word. Okay. I'm about to cry. All right. All right. All right. And you can find a tribe of people who appreciate authentically exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Me being this person who likes to have these conversations. Also, hey, let us hear. Because I love to... I'm about to read and find the research first. Yeah. Before I get to talking. Because otherwise it's just our opinion. And let's see, you know, what it really is. I think it's being authentically you. And I've had to learn that. You've helped me a lot with that, sister, actually. Oh, that's nice. See, and I don't even feel like I've been doing anything. I just be. (laughs) (laughs) But you told me, like, when I say stuff like, talk how I talk to myself. Like, oh, I'm so boring. You're like, you're not boring. Yeah. Like, no, you are. Like, I'm a nerd. It's like, no. I mean, I mean, it can be nerdy, but it's not a negative. That's not it's something. Not negative. It's not negative. Right. It's like, I'm a nerd. Get with it. Just it. Yeah, yeah. That's just who you are. Right. And it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And it's propelled me to go a lot of way. So I'm getting over imposter syndrome, y'all. You had to do the update. You were still in high school. Girl! <laughs> you I had to refresh the browser. <laughs> yeah, you gotta high five. Come yes. on, girls. Come on, update. Come on, the update. Dr. Valinda B 2.0. Oh. You didn't have that operating system. <laughs> yeah, she was working on the Lin Lin op. I had. I had. She gonna, we need to upgrade it. We got a few upgrades, actually. You're a little behind. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Praise you know. Yeah. So, yes, this, you know, if you're out there crushing it, keep crushing it. Mm-hmm. Those who hate will always hate. And those who appreciate will call you, see how they can learn from you, mm-hmm. tell you all about it, offer assistance if they can, right? And those well, are the people that you want to be it. your tribe. Those are the people you want around. That's it. So choose your tribe and choose it wisely. Ooh, maybe that can be our next podcast. Ooh, okay. Yes. All right. Choose I love that. Tribe. All right. So I think that's a beautiful place to end off on. Um, so, uh, we keep talking about this grab bag episode and it is going to happen. It really is. Cause y'all been putting some question ins now, Yay! some questions in now. We I saw questions. a little juice. I saw a little juice, but uh, okay, uh, well, we'll hold uh. off. We'll hold off. But yeah. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions, any concerns, please reach us at backhouse sessions podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I think that's it, right? Anything we else? We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Bye.